You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing digital impressions and the most critical factors a clinician must consider when selecting technology for their practice. Our guest is Dr. David Rice, who maintains a private practice and is an associate clinical professor at SUNY at Buffalo School of Dental Medicine. He is the founder of Ignite DDS and travels the country inspiring dentistry's future to live their dream, have great success, and to make that same difference that has brought him so much joy. Dr. Rice, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Hey, thanks for having me. So we've had great success with your previous podcasts. You've done four in uh, so far, and um, they've been on topics that are really, really interesting. I pulled them up. Let's see if I can find them. Pathways to your own dental practice, which has done very well, accelerate success of your practice, Fast Track, which is uh, one we did back in June, early June. Um, and you did some in April, four generations practicing together. Actually, that's one of my wife's favorite ones. That she doesn't listen to a lot of them, but she actually liked that as one of her favorites. Um, and then dentistry in the dating game, which got a lot of activity. So you guys out there who are listening want to learn a lot about the challenges of different generations and building your own practice and starting your own practice and succeeding. Uh, Dr. Rice has a wealth of information for you. And it's all free on VivaLearning.com. Just tap into those podcasts. Today, we're going to be doing something different. We're going to be talking about digital impressions. So let's start right in. What makes the digital impression dentistry smartphone? Ooh, love that. So I think for years in dentistry, we have been accustomed to um, a computer, right? This big, giant thing. We set it in our office, and then we evolved to laptops, and things got more streamlined. And and that really is the world of the physical impression. But if you look at how we operate today in our personal lives, you know, we're all mobile. Everything is mobile. So in my experience, the digital impression is just like the mobile phone. It's convenient. It's, um, it's, it's about speed. There's tremendous software. There are apps we can use, and it's highly integratable into our, our practices today. Whether you've been doing this for a long time in dentistry and you're sort of conditioned to that physical impression, or you're brand new and you're looking to be cutting edge in the eyes of your patients and your community and, and to deliver top-notch care. So when you say smartphone and you say mo you know, it has that mobile connotation, you're not literally mobile with it. Obviously, you're not going to walk around your house with it or go to the beach with it. It's not it's not that kind of mobile, but is it mobile within the office itself? Exactly. It's mobile within the office. So, you know, digital impression today is made, you don't need to purchase 10 different um, scanners. You can, you know, based on how much volume you do as a practice, one may be enough, two may be phenomenal, but you can move it from treatment room to treatment room with exceptional ease. So what are some of the critical factors a clinician must consider when selecting this kind of technology? You know, I think the first one as a clinician is to sit back and understand not only what your short-term vision is, but what's your, what's your five-year, seven-year vision? Are you looking to digitally impress only, or do you feel either today or sometime in the near future that you would like to take this process from start to finish, where you're not only going to scan, but you're going to design and mill your own um, indirect restorations. I think that's really critical for people to have a grasp on. 
selecting a system based on your vision is is really maybe the very most important piece of this. So give us an example. We have a doctor who's been doing traditional impressions for, let's say, 10 years. So maybe he's 40 and he's been on his own for 10 years, mixing up the material, using trays, the whole bit, the standard traditional impression techniques. And he decides it's time. Uh, I got to go to digital impressions. What's the best approach and how does, how does he go ahead to accomplish this? So if, you know, if this were me all over again, because, you know, 17 years ago, it was me, I would, I would say the best thing you can do is get your hands on as many of these technologies as you can. I mean, get with a rep with whichever distributor you prefer. And if they don't happen to bring the technology you prefer to the table, get with the reps from another distributor. But the key really is to touch, feel, uh, see for yourself which digital impressioning system fits you best. And once you can feel the technology, you can see what it's capable of and understand the range of procedures that you can manage with that technology, then it's about figuring out um, how does this fit? How many times a day do I need to use this technology in order to see a return on my investment or at least a break even so you don't feel like you're investing in something and you know losing financially when you're winning with your patient. I think in today's space, you can create a win-win where your patients get better care than we've ever delivered before and your return on investment can be um, solid as well. So can you walk us through the actual procedure because it is a completely different process than the traditional impression taking. Sure. So, I mean, this is the really cool part of where the technologies come today is the, as far as process goes, there's not a whole lot we need to be doing differently. So in our practice, we bring a patient in. Um, if we have to give anesthesia, we deliver anesthesia. We can prepare the tooth that we're going to be working on or teeth, or if it's for a, some type of orthodontic process or a splint. Um, we scan once any needed preparations are completed. And at that point, depending on whose system you go with, in a HIPAA compliant, um, but very much glorified email way, we're taking that information and we're transferring it to uh, a ceramist, a laboratory of our choice to um, complete the procedure. So really, if you're scanning only, we're literally just unplugging a physical impression tray with physical impression material and plugging in the scanner of our choice. Uh, the only change to that really is if you happen to be in a practice where you, you want to do more than your digitally impressioning with the um, ability to then fabricate the crown or the onlay or the dental implant abutment or bridge. So for the most part, dentists that decide to move into digital impressioning, um, they start by taking the digital impression, scanning the, the preps, and then sending it out to the lab digitally without integrating the whole milling system into their office in the beginning, right? I mean, it's, that's usually how it works. You know, that seems to be the trend today. A lot more dentists are uh, digital impressioning only as opposed to taking the process from start to finish. I think that's an amazing way to integrate into the technology. It, it means, um, you know, the hardest part of everything, I guess, is change. And we've been, you know, dentists have been doing something successfully 
their way for two years, five years, 25 years. So it's nice to be able to just unplug one piece and plug in another one and realize that in, in very short order with a very shallow learning curve, you can become very proficient at digital impressing. And it's really simple for mm -hmm. the team and it's a win for the team. Right. So uh, it certainly sounds a lot more efficient and not having all that material oozing out of the tray, gagging and all that <laughs> other stuff. What, what about the similarities with tissue retraction, isolation? Could you tell us about some of the things that the dentist still needs to do uh, to make sure that, you know, because you know we talk about retakes with traditional impressions. What are the things that you have to be aware of just as you were in the past with, um, yeah. with digital impressions? Super question. So, you know, we still have to follow all the rules that we've always followed. We need to have proper isolation. So we have to be able to hold cheeks and tongues and lips out of the way. We have to be able to have retraction. So if a preparation is subgingival, we need to pack a cord or possibly use a soft tissue laser. There are, you know, a number of adjuncts in that space. We have to manage the field. Uh, in essence, just like we do with a physical impression. So, and there's some easy things we can be doing and, and, and some of them are, um, some companies would have us add things to our procedure, but I think sometimes with, with minimal substitution, we can tweak how we already use our existing armamentarium to make this process smooth. If you look at an air water syringe in a traditional sense, a lot of times they've sort of always operated okay for us, but my, one of my favorite things to use in my practice is, is Medicom. They have a, a ProTip Turbo syringe, and the simplicity of it for me is, is really about two big benefits. The first one is, and, and, and FYI, this doesn't just apply to digital impressions, this applies to physical impressions as well, but the first big benefit I like about that ProTip Turbo is um, it truly separates the air from the water. There's zero cross-contamination. And so, you know, for all of you dentists and assistants who've, you know, ever created an ideal isolation and you, you, you think you're drying off the surface and then all of a sudden that perfect surface you've created that was supposed to be dry has moisture on it. Um, and you know how frustrating that is if, it's, uh, if I'm not the only guy that's ever happened to. And um, we also know how negatively that can impact, you know, our ability to succeed. So I love. I love that um, ProTip Turbo because it really, truly, when I press air, it's 100% air. If I press water only, it's 100% water only. I've heard good things about that product, uh, and I believe that's the dual chamber, the way it's constructed. There's a proprietary dual chamber in there that separates the air and the water, like you said, so precisely. Yeah, and you know, I think sometimes as dental pros, we we get caught up in emotion just like our patients do as we make choices. But if you look at the science, there's very simple technology in that dual chamber that makes that possible for us. And I'm, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the KISS principle. So to, to have a, a system with their syringe that literally eliminates my thought process and my worry is great. I'll, and I'll tell you that the second big thing I like about it is this, is the rigidity of that syringe and it, it kind of stems from my favorite gv blacks principle which is convenience form and when i'm scanning um, you know i'm right i'm a right-handed guy so i've got my scanner in my right hand to make my digital impression but i can already go 
from drying off uh, a preparation to have great isolation in the field to then retracting the cheek or retracting the tongue, depending on what side of the arch you know, we're working on. And then Holly, my rockstar dental assistant, is doing the same on her side. So it's a big problem in dentistry, big enough that a lot of companies out there make products for us that we're supposed to buy to help us isolate. So in my humble opinion, like why not just own something simple that we use all day, every day that does all the jobs in one fell swoop rather than having to pay twice. Right, right. Yeah. The, so one of the advantages of that pro tip turbo is the rigidity where you can actually get precise air and then also pull the tissue back. Um, and which is ideal for a digital impression, of course. Um, Absolutely. So what sets one digital impression technology apart from another? Can you give us some insight into that? Yeah, you know, so the, the technology and the actual cameras themselves differ. And there are some companies that are, you know, they're a little further down the path than others. So their ability to scan with incredible accuracy, that's number one, it's the camera. And then the, the, the second piece of that camera is the, um, the speed with which you can capture. You know, so digital impressioning is nice because if your patient needs to sit up or take a break, you can always go back to where you started. But again, time is money in, in our dental chairs. So uh, the best systems out there are highly accurate as well as highly efficient. And the camera's got a lot to do with that. So when a doctor decides to make a purchase uh, and move into digital impressioning, what's their main uh, influence as far as purchasing, as far as a premium level? the middle of the road level. Then of course, there's always going to be those that are purchasing strictly on price. You're recommending buy the top of the line when they first start just for the accuracy and the efficiency in the whole system? Or what is your uh, recommendation for a, a doctor coming in for the first time? Absolutely. You know, I mean, for me, I always go back to, uh, you know, now 25 years ago, but when I walked across that stage, when we all walked across that stage, we signed an oath that we would always deliver our best. You know, first we'd do no harm and second we would we would be the best we could be. So for me, investing in the best technology that delivers the best results is important. And then part of that, it's it's like everything else in life. The things that cost a little more, they cost a little more because of the research and development that is behind one company instead of another. And they cost a little more when you start looking at um, who's going to be around in 10 years. So dentistry, I've been doing this long enough to see whether it's a piece of technology or a dental implant. You know, not everybody's going to survive this competition. So I want to work with somebody that 10 years from now is still going to be present. So I don't have to take my investment and all of a sudden say, wow, that can't be serviced anymore. That can't be upgraded anymore. I have to start from scratch all over again. So mm -hmm. I want incredible results today, but I, I want to work with a partner who's going to be around in 10 and 15 years as well. Right. So do you have any recommendations as far as brand or you want to leave that up to the dentist and his or her sales rep? And You know, I'll, I'll share this. And again, I, I have no dog in this race for, you know, all the listeners out there. My personal favorite is um, the Prime Scan by uh, Dentsply Serona by Sarek. They have the longest history in this space. You can buy it as a standalone digital impression system. You can um, add a, a milling machine to it if you want to or not want to. They're my favorite. My, my next favorite is 3Shape. I think 3Shape does a really, really nice job. They play well in the sandbox 
um, with lots of different companies out there. So uh, I'm a fan of their product as well. And again, I'm not downplaying other um, systems that are out there. There's some other systems that are pretty good, but I think if I'm looking at a system today, I'm going to purchase exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. um, PrimeScan, which is, you know, for me, my fourth generation of the technology and I upgrade it every time it comes out. That's how much I love it. And that's how good it's been to our patients and our practice. Those systems are sold through dealers. So if someone's buying through one of the major dealers, they can get a rep to show them what it's like or go to a showroom and they could test drive it, that kind of thing. Absolutely. And I would highly recommend you do that because just because I love it, you may not love it. So test drive it for yourself, see for yourself and um, bring on a piece of technology that you can integrate where the learning curve is very shallow, where your team can be a large part of this process and with people who are going to be around for the next decade to two decades for sure. Right. And those companies you mentioned should be around for a while. Um, so when you were talking about clinicians that are getting into this space for the first time, then they stay with just scanning and sending out the digital file to the lab. But eventually you mentioned, uh, depending on their goals, they may decide to take it in-house and do the crowns and uh, the prosthetic uh, work within their own practice via a milling machine. Can you tell us about that transition? Sure. Um, you know, from a, from a precision and a, and a pure, like what's my deliverable crown or onlay or, you know, quote, product to a patient, when we not only digitally impression, but we mill ourselves, we have the ability to deliver the best quality of care possible in dentistry. That being said, um, as a small business owner, I would recommend every dental practice assess how much money it takes to invest to make that process possible and how many times per month they're going to actually mill a crown from start to finish. And and just figure out your break even for some practices might be doing, you know, call it a dozen uh, crowns per month in order to make the technology literally a break even if they were already sending it to, you know, their favorite lab. Mm -hmm. And then what I would share is if you know you're going to do a dozen, I promise you there's at least 20 there because there are a lot of larger direct restorations that we do all day in our practices that you could easily convert to an indirect procedure that becomes a, an onlay or an inlay. And a patient gets to have the very best dentistry has to offer. The practice has a new revenue opportunity because those procedures are very costly when we send them to a lab, but they're not costly at all when we mill um, those restorations in house because the blocks are you know, pretty inexpensive, big picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of variety of blocks out there now. No, I have a few different materials. You know, I think uh, depending on a patient's occlusion, depending on location in their mouth, and also um, based off of their aesthetic expectations, mm -hmm. um, you know, having uh, several choices makes the most sense for, right. for the average dental practice today. Costs have come down over the years. When you first got in, it must have been quite expensive to get started. And now if you would start from scratch, it's it's probably less expensive than it was years ago and more advanced. It's yes and yes to both of those things. And I, I would, um, you know, share with the, you know, the dental people on, on this other line of this right now that I know it's scary. I know taking that leap is intimidating, but I can tell you um, when we moved into this space years ago, it was the single best clinical decision we'd ever made. 
that helped our patients as well as our practice. Right. Yeah. Great advice, Dr. Rice. And uh, by the way, you gave me a business card a long time ago that was made out of this incredible, it seems like it was made out of steel or something. Do you still have those business cards? But I was cleaning my drawer out the other day and I found that business card because I could not throw it away. I love that. I do. We've switched from the from the stainless steel look to a black metal, but yes, we do. It's amazing. It, it, it's the Ignite DDS card. And so as we wrap up this podcast, if you want to just um, share with us a few words about Ignite DDS and how, to, how they can contact you, our listeners, and uh, we'll call it a day. Absolutely. So uh, the, the, the easiest places to find Ignite DDS uh, are IgniteDDS.com as well as uh, Instagram. We have a, a page on Instagram and Facebook. Those are probably two easy spaces to find us as well. And, you know, we have one really simple mission, and that's take the future of dentistry, um, you know, today's young dentists, today's dental students, and, and really try to help propel their career and bridge the gap between dental school and the most successful practices um, around the country. So if you've been doing this a long time and you're looking for a great young dentist, we're happy to help uh, connect you with someone. And if you're brand new to dentistry, um, you probably already know us pretty well. But if you don't, come check us out. We are, we are always here for you guys. Dentistry has been very good to all the dentists who mentor in our community. And we, just, we really just want to pay it forward. So super grateful. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Rice. We appreciate your time and hope to have you on again soon. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate your time.